Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time to sit for a spell. Hello. Hi. Hi. That was really loud to me at least. <laughs> It was fine. <laughs> uh, and welcome to Sit for a Spell Podcast, um, where we're professionals. And I'm we, Jess. <laughs> and I'm James. And we know how to speak and the right, I almost said temperature. <laughs> <laughs> the right temperature. Goes to show our state of mind. <laughs> See, this is high. what happens when we skip. When we skip. <laughs> oh, I know. We're so out of practice. It's been so well, long. Because technically, we would have we would have recorded like three weeks ago. Yeah, it's been like almost yeah, it's been it's almost, been almost a, month. a month. Because we we do two episodes. Yeah. Um, interesting. That's yeah. just how our brains are working today. It's been quite the month. Yeah. So we took a break last week. Um, we had a little bit of a COVID scare in my house. Um, so very gratefully. Jess made the executive decision to just do a re-release because I could not focus on anything. So and, I mean, I appreciate it. So everyone else did it. All the other, oh, sorry, all the other podcasters <laughs> did it. That's true. So we were, yeah. So that's what was going on. That's why we had a re- un- unannounced re-release. Um, usually, you guys know when we do that, it's because something's mm-hmm, up, mm-hmm. and uh, I appreciate the. The time yeah. that I was given, and uh, luckily everyone's okay. The false mm-hmm, alarm, mm-hmm. but false alarm. It was a rough week or so there, waiting for all the tests and retests and re-retests and everything. <laughs> so, but and you never good. know, and it's happening so fast. Like last COVID cycle, what are they calling them? Waves. I'm not waves we got really lucky the two of us Mm -hmm. and no one in our immediate circle or i think even in our like outer circle um had really been impacted or anything yeah and now this time it's coming from like left right and center and we're just like oh my goodness yeah it's like siblings and aunts and cousins and uncles and grandparents and yeah it's coming from all over the place it's like a closing in on us so it feels like yeah so but anyway we're back we're back back at you something mm-hmm. brand new content um yes. it is new year's eve when you're listening to this yes uh-huh. so in great the, timing for this yeah in the spirit of actually. new year's eve <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about uh grounding and centering mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so these are things that um can be done very easily and can be done for free most of the time they can be done daily they can be done as you need them it can be done kind of just as you remember these are things that I try to do I learned some of these techniques in therapy and I didn't know that they were centering or grounding until I started doing my research into them but on a personal level they are very helpful to um helping with my anxiety, helping with um, some of my depression, 
just mm-hmm. kind of helping keep me centered, you know, like that's what they call it centering. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about you? Do you do any, I mean, we can, I we can ask you after or either way, either way. I, I don't have any like very specific things, but I'll have like, um, I mostly focus on smells like, uh, oil or um my husband actually introduced me to doing this because he saw it in a tiktok and it it does work (laughs) (laughs) but i guess when you're having like uh anxiety or maybe you know when you're going into a panic attack or something Mm -hmm. you smell vicks vapor rub Mm, okay like you just get like a little jar because it's so intense yeah it like brings your brain out of it yeah um so we've been doing that collectively as a couple which that's nice great, yeah. on like more stressful occasions, but mm-hmm. mostly just sitting down, focusing on a scent. Like I'll get like an oil, um, mm-hmm. and just kind of like refocus or turn music on. Like put my AirPods mm-hmm. in and just like listen to music and focus on the words of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's really helpful. That's yeah, that's great. Those are two yeah perfect examples of centering. Um, so. Grounding and centering. Okay, so before we get into it, my sources for I'm going to talk about grounding first, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about centering after because they are actually two different things. Different. Mm-hmm. So my sources for the grounding are Healthline.com, Chopra.com, and Earthing.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, grounding and centering—they're two different things. They're often used interchangeably, mm-hmm. but centering usually refers to your mental or physical state of mind where grounding has to do with your energy fields and being in conjunction with the energy field of the earth. Yes. So that's kind of the two different ways to look at it. Um, so what is grounding? So grounding, they have also seen it called earthing, Hmm. which, um, I didn't see that until I started doing this research. I've but never heard of that before. There's that's sense. that's where that whole there's earthing.com. So like yeah. it's like a whole thing. Um it's a therapeutic technique where you ground yourself electronically, electrically, not electronically, electrically to the earth because the earth is a giant like natural battery. You know, it yes. it has mm-hmm. a lot of very subtle electrical charge and a sort of like special energy that's present around you can feel mm-hmm. it all like it's empaths mm-hmm. and um most people can feel it if you really focus on it so and just certain like, areas have like stronger pools like sonoma mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. things with natural vortexes and like the uh, integratron oh yeah. yeah that place you step onto the grounds and you're like whoa yeah you can feel it you just feel it mm-hmm. as you're before you even go into mm-hmm. the integratron it's pretty cool yeah so just like we ground our electronics you know you ground your refrigerator you know your you ground your tv you know that's why um plugs have two tongs one is a ground and one is the voltage huh i'm pretty Never sure Probably sounds right. Sure sounds like pretty science. sure that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. But the what that does is the grounding. Um, if there's an electrical surge, it it uh, makes its way literally 
that's the uh, path of least resistance to get to um, the earth. It's like yeah. when you get hit by lightning and you kind of like have, you get like a scar of the path that the lightning took to get to the ground. It's like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm, learning, I'm already learning things today. <laughs> I saw that on Grey's Anatomy. I mean, it has to be true. Oh, then it's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> true. So, of course, throughout all of human history, humans have walked barefoot on the earth mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. the beginning, from when we first climbed out of the goop. You know, we, um, we sat on the ground. We slept on the ground. We slept on animal skins. We used to, animal skins used to be footwear. Um, mm -hmm. We used to just be much more in tuned with the earth and its natural energies. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the late 1800s, there was a back to nature movement in Germany. And what that was basically is like walking outside with no shoes on or um, being naked outside or sleeping on the ground or, you know, just things like that I think is kind of coming back into uh, yeah. our society now. I mm -hmm. think when mm -hmm. um, people are very much in getting into the idea into their heads that we are surrounded by technology, we are very disconnected from the earth, especially if you live in cities, like a big city yeah. or... Mm -hmm. You know, places where there aren't a lot of trees or things like that. So when it comes to the human kind of the human side of grounding, when you are grounded, it it means that you're content. It You are sure of yourself. You're confident. You are energetic. You're using that clean energy to kind of power yourself spiritually. Okay. Yeah. You are um, in more in touch with your emotions and you can calm your emotions a little easier. You can, um, it can help you when you feel nervous or unbalanced. You can just be more mindful of the things that you're feeling and of the, um, maybe just like showing a little more respect for the environment around you. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, we've all met those people who just go through their day and no respect for anyone or anything. They litter, they mm -hmm. cuss people out, they cut people off, they cut lines, they're yelling. You know, those people, yeah. you just know those people. And yes. those people are disconnected. They are not they're, grounded. No, they're every man for themselves. Yeah, which is... It kind of, it's kind of sad. So yes. when you are electron electronically grounded, you basically overall you feel well. You feel very good. You mm -hmm. can you can have less pain. There is some studies that I'll talk about in a little bit that say you can even get rid of your pain if you are grounded. Oh. So, hmm. so the importance of remaining grounded is so that we can stay connected to the earth. We can stay mm -hmm. connected to where we come from. A lot of us live in the industrialized world. And like I said, we become disconnected with nature. We spend a lot of time inside. We wear rubber or plastic shoes. We sleep on a bed that's raised off the floor. A lot of people um, even work in high rises way off the ground. They're up in the sky. Um, mm -hmm. They're 
there's just less potential for you to tap into that sort of, they use the term electric nutrition, which I was like, okay, like, okay, I can see that. And they say, um, and I think this was on the earthing website that, um, the earth is endowed with electric nutrition, a virtually limitless supply of electrons that gives the ground we walk on a natural electric charge. So hmm. I think that pretty that sums it up pretty well. Sounds awesome. Yeah. I, that's a silver lining of, I always try to find silver linings of quarantine. Right. Because I hate it and you have to sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no shoes. Oh yeah. It's great. I never great. ever since I was a kid, I would I to this day I don't wear shoes unless no, I'm hate forced shoes. to. I don't like to wear shoes. Like even working in the school, um mm-hmm. if I was alone in my classroom, no shoes. Oh yeah. Like, no, I would take my shoes off in my classroom. There's also. no kids in the class. Like, no, no shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. Like <laughs> and I wear like I'll go out in the backyard and like my husband has like a backyard sandal Mm -hmm. sandal (laughs) by the door and like I do not because Mm -hmm. I'll just go out without any shoes on because I don't like shoes yeah and then that could be because you like being connected to the earth Mm -hmm. and luckily because I live in California um I would say 80 percent of my year I wear flip-flops as much as humanly possible Mm -hmm. yeah I just bought Crocs, so <laughs> I know they're rubber, but <laughs> they have holes. They have, they have holes, holes in them. them. I looked at them. She sent me the link, and I looked, and I was like, "Hmm." I was like, "Do I need to buy these? <laughs> Am I giving up if I buy these?" <laughs> and no, I bought I think them. You bought like two others in our group to buy them too. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think Angie bought them because they were on sale. <laughs> yeah, they were like fifteen dollars that much. So yeah, you see my Crocs, mm-hmm. you can just you know keep to yourself or show me your Crocs. I don't know. I'm like a Croc ambassador now. Sponsor us. So anyway, <laughs> so um, you hear a lot about people who say like I need to disconnect from modern world. I need to spend time in nature. I need to reconnect with nature. Blah blah blah. And you often hear about people who come back from, you know, camping or even like staying in a cabin Mm -hmm. um, in the middle of nowhere and they've been hiking and things like that or whatever, they come back and they feel, they feel so much better. So the benefits of being in nature are, they're they're endless for your mental and your physical Mm -hmm. health. Not only are you reconnecting with nature, you're getting out of the smog of the city you're getting Mm -hmm. cleaner air fresher air there's something just about like being away from all the electrical electronics like that the electrical charge that our electronics give off Mm -hmm. just simple things like that you can can i tell you all a very personal story do it that might be too much information for some of you but i feel like you're my family if, if you are, I don't know, I don't know what story you're about to tell, but you, they can skip ahead if they don't want to hear it. I'm going to tell a conception story of oh. my child. Yes. <laughs> I've been not waiting for this story. I'm not going to tell you the fun part. Oh. But um, skip so, ahead. So 
we, my husband and I, had been trying to conceive for what seven or eight months about, mm-hmm. about, about like because yeah. we, yeah, we had started in last December and then we stopped in March because COVID and we both freaked out and we were like, "Don't touch me, go over there." Yeah. And then, um, I think we started back up again in April. Stopped again in May, just because May was getting like really bad, and then started back in June we were like just at that point not crazy trying because it was stressful or just Mm -hmm. whatever yeah and um we had at the point that we were trying we also went camping and we went camping on the summer solstice Mm um then it worked when two people love each other when (laughs) Jess and Michael love each other under the summer solstice was it outside? You don't have to tell me. But. Well, we were camping, so I mean. <laughs> but I mean, was but, it under the – no, it's just you don't have to tell me. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's – see? It worked. You needed the reset. You were so stressed. We needed the reset, and I – we can definitely pinpoint it to that weekend just because – Yeah, you were like, keeping such close track of it. We were keeping track of everything, yeah. so – there you go. I think just being outside and letting that stress go and mm-hmm. summer freaking solstice and just connecting. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so try that, listeners, if you wait till the person who's season. trying to get pregnant. So there, I'm going to talk a little bit more, like I said, about the science a little bit later, but there have been people who have, um, been observed and surveyed about their grounding experiences and lots have reported a decrease or an improvement of their chronic fatigue, chronic pain, anxiety, depression, sleep disorders, cardiovascular diseases, and overall just like general peace of mind. So like yeah. I said, we will talk about a little bit of science in a little bit, but overall it's pretty um, across the board. I would say most there are those people who do not like nature, do not want to be outside, want mm-hmm. the comfort, the creature comforts that come of being home in their bed with their Netflix, which I get it. Mm-hmm. So it's not for everybody, but no, a vast majority of people, yeah. definitely. So you definitely want to try to make grounding a part of your daily life if you can. Um, not everybody has that luxury. People have to work work multiple jobs, work lots of hours, kind of just have to get through it sometimes. If you're not able to do it daily, just try to do it as often as you can. You can do it in the shower. You can, um, when you're going, maybe if you're going to go check your mail, go barefoot if you're in a place where it's safe to do that, things like that. Do it as often as you can or whenever you feel like you need it. Maybe you're feeling like Mm -hmm. out of sorts or whatever. Just try. But here are some easy ways to ground yourself. Okay. I have a few examples here. Um, here are the free options. All okay. but one of these is a free option. Okay, so, Love free options. Yeah, love it. Um, like we said, go barefoot. Stand outside, mm-hmm. go for a walk, go for a run. Even sitting on the ground outside, you want to be in conductive surfaces like soil, grass, sand, gravel rock or even concrete they're Mm. all conductive um wood is not conductive 
So like a wooden like a deck, yeah, like a deck or something like that. You kind of want to get directly in contact with the ground. Okay. Um, you know, 20, 30 minutes is definitely enough time to get this um, grounding going. Mm-hmm. Um, even lying on the ground, you can increase what is called skin to earth contact by lying on the ground. You can do this in your backyard if you have a backyard. You can go to the park. You can go to the beach. If you are going to do this in public, make sure you're somewhere safe um, where you're not going to be injured. You're not going to get trampled on or run over or eaten by yeah. a bear or, you know, something like that. <laughs> So just be careful. You um, can also submerge yourself in water. So this is probably limited to a lot of people who live near natural bodies of water. But mm -hmm. just going for a gentle swim or wading in, in a lake or a stream or swimming in the ocean is definitely a great way to ground yourself. Again, nope. be sure to be very cautious. Um, stay safe. There's sharks in the water. Well, there's not sharks in a lake, but there's <laughs> sharks in the ocean. But <laughs> it definitely depends on where you live. It depends on the time of year. Um, maybe don't do this one alone. Take a friend. You know, mm -hmm. you hear about accidents all the time. So just be very careful. We don't want you hurting yourself. No. Um, another thing that I like, uh, this one's not totally free, but it's definitely super inexpensive, is drinking earthy teas. So teas that we would be considered earthy. You are yeah. literally ingesting the energy of the earth when you are mm -hmm. ingesting these teas. So that's and it could be free because you could grow your own. Oh, true stuff. Very true. You definitely could. This one, I think we all have these in our homes, which is stones and crystals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Stones and crystals—they come from the earth. They carry the energy of the earth with them. Spend time, even just holding them sit and hold with them meditate mm -hmm. you can even take your two favorite crystals one in each hand go sit outside in the grass or on the concrete for 10 minutes and just soak up breathe. the energy yeah mm -hmm. breathe just take that five minutes 10 minutes out of your day you can if you're a person who has breasts and wears a bra you can put them in your bra if you're mm -hmm. a person who has pockets in their clothes put them in your pockets um, I like to make jewelry out of um, crystals. That's a great mm -hmm. way to have them in contact with your body. When before all of this, you know, before when I had like regular day stresses, not like end of the world stresses, and I was <laughs> an anxious, I would literally just like hold on to my crystal. And just that's what I was going to say. I do the same thing. I will like hold on to it. And like mm -hmm. breathe for a second, whether I was wearing it or if I had one in my pocket. Mm -hmm. That's why I like keeping them in my pocket. Yeah. It's, it's kind of awkward to like pocket. go into your bra if you're in public sometimes. But Meh. maybe you're a person who doesn't care and more power to you. Just go for it. Yeah. What were they going to say? Nothing. <laughs> right. Um, another good way is yoga. So mm. you can do yoga. Yoga, of course, is great physically. It's great mentally. It's good for um, like kind of getting your body a little looser. It's good for mm -hmm. um, getting your physical movement and maybe a little bit of exercise. There's very gentle yoga you can do when I think uh, it was like maybe in the summertime 
I was trying to like physically move my body every day, but I didn't really want to like do cardio. Um, I would literally Google or I'll go on YouTube and put in 10 minute gentle yoga and just Mm -hmm. yoga. It's just like very light stretching. It's it's yeah. it does wonders like it really does and, and there's a lot of free apps too oh yeah there's a there's a ton you can find them anywhere or yeah mm-hmm. youtube has a ton too and if you could do the yoga outside somewhere where it's safe that's even better or you can use a special mat um that kind of uses grounding like a grounding mat which is the next thing we're going to talk about so these oh. are the things that do cost some money. Some of them are a little more expensive than others, but some people, there are situations where you can't go outside or you can't go swimming in a lake. You can't be barefoot. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you don't live near large bodies of water. So these are some alternatives. There are definitely, these are definitely available to purchase. And these are the, just the things that I've seen. So there's grounding mats, um, grounding sheets that you can put on your bed chairs um, bed pads that you can kind of put under your sheets body bands blankets socks Um, there's even patches that you can put like on certain parts of your body that you feel like you need to and um, those are all things that you can buy if you for whatever reason cannot be outside maybe you live somewhere where it's like negative 25 degrees half the year true or or where Very it's just true. not safe to walk around barefoot, you know. So, like, if you live in a city or if you live somewhere where the streets aren't clean or... Yeah. I don't know. Whatever the story is. Those are definitely things mm-hmm. you can do. Mm-hmm. Those are just a few different ways you can ground yourself. Like I said, it's pretty easy and most of them can be done for free. Um, I did want to talk a little bit at the end here. Yeah. On the grounding section about the science. So, the central theory behind grounding is that it affects the living matrix so the living matrix is the central connection between all living things all living cells and all living things um electrical conductivity exists within this matrix and it can function as an immune system defense similar to antioxidants So there is a theory that through grounding, natural defenses in your body can be restored. So there's been a couple of studies. One was smaller and one was a little bigger um, where they they, uh, surveyed people. They took people's blood and um, they had them do some grounding techniques. The first one was just 10 healthy participants. They measured to see if there were any changes in their red blood cell fluidity. That's the thing that plays, Mm -hmm. it plays a role in your heart health. And the results showed that there was significantly less blood cell clumping after grounding was practiced, Mm -hmm. which is beneficial for your heart health. Yeah. There was another study done. This one was about about 100 people. And this was um, done with people who had like a physical, intensely physical jobs. So like Mm -hmm. people who are massage therapists, people who had to lift heavy things, people who did a lot of exercising for their job. And Mm -hmm. 
their blood work indicated reduced muscle damage and reduced muscle pain, which suggests that grounding can have some healing properties as well. Nice. They were asked before the the grounding techniques, their physical and emotional stress and their pain levels after completing their jobs. Yeah. After the... um, Grounding or earthing therapy, their pain, stress, depression, and fatigue were all reduced among the participants. Mm-hmm. And, of course, these studies are pretty subjective. They really rely on um, people kind of self, what is the word, like self-reporting on overall yeah. well-being on how they feel. But, mm-hmm. again, there are these blood markers that were... Um, tested that showed a decrease in inflammation and in the blood cells and in the body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These um, these studies were pretty small. And at the end of some of the papers that I was reading, they just said that they just warrant more study, more research. But yeah. a lot of health professionals believe that grounding um, is beneficial and can basically simply just help you feel like you're reconnected to nature and even mm-hmm. if there isn't a huge benefit um health-wise there's little to no harm in practicing the grounding oh, yeah, no. no i think this is why a lot of people wear magnets as well yeah um, i've seen that uh-huh like those, the bracelets and things like that because it kind of yeah pulls everything together yeah i've never worn those but i've seen a lot of people who say that they work my, my great-grandpa used to wear one. Oh, that's cool. And, of course, mm-hmm. like, go to the doctor. Like, oh, you know, yeah. take your medicine, <laughs> have the surgery if you need it, you know, all those things. But these things, these this grounding, these grounding techniques can help you um, in a little bit way. But they're in no way a cure for anything, any chronic things that you may oh, be yeah. suffering yeah. from or living with. But it's helpful. And plus, if you go outside, get that sunlight, that vitamin D, COVID does not like vitamin D. So you need to get as much of that in your body. Vitamin D is just good overall. Soak up that sun. Mm -hmm. But um, that is grounding. And after this break, we're going to talk about centering. Excellent. Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. 
BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. That is awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. Special offer for sit for a spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell that's better h-e-l-p.com slash sit for a spell and we're back we're back yes welcome back hope you enjoyed your break i did i ate two chocolate chip cookies i had a a mandarin (laughs) orange we actually took a break this time usually we're just like we we really took a break three seconds later but (laughs) um okay so now we're gonna move on to centering so, like I said okay. before, centering is more about your mental, 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 mental and physical. I put them together. It's a okay. mental state of mind, mental and physical state of mind. Um, so it's kind of like you know where you have days where you just feel off. You feel like not yourself. Mm-hmm, you're just mm-hmm. out of it. Like you're just like I'm just having an off day. Yes. That feeling is what it feels like to not be centered you have those days where you wake up and you're like I feel good today's my day we're gonna get it done I'm in touch with my center I'm in touch with myself I'm calm let's do this those are the days Mm -hmm. you feel where you are centered and it kind of just happens sometimes you just wake up in a mood you wake up in a good mood bad mood you know wrong side of the bed whatever And it happens, but there are ways that you can bring yourself back to center and bring calm to your emotions. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sure there are, um, what's the word? There are exceptions to this. Sometimes, you know, if you're Mm -hmm. a person who menstruates, you don't have control over your hormones. Um, You are on certain types of medications that sometimes Mm -hmm. will get you off center things Mm -hmm. like that but these techniques can help you kind of try to get back to those places where you feel most at centered most like yourself people who are centered typically are more calm more peaceful overall just generally in a better mind space yeah i agree so there this it's going to take a little bit of a turn here. So there <laughs> is a, <laughs> a, there's a, a Japanese defensive martial art called Aikido that mm-hmm. um, teaches you how to focus on the here and now, how to take power away from negative thoughts and out, outside concerns and helps you to remain stable and grounded. So this um, Aikido was developed by a person called Morihi Ushiba, 
And it was created as an art that could be used to defend oneself while also keeping your attacker from being injured. Mm. So Aikido translates to the way of unifying life energy or the way of harmonious spirits. Yushiba's philosophy on Aikido was to overcome oneself and um, instead of cultivating violence or aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. Aikido trains your mind to control your body's reactions instead of the other way around. And it does this using the concept of chi. And chi is the power. um, It's the mental and physical power and energy that flows through your body. Chi is our life force, basically. Yeah. So if you can harness that, you can harness anything. So I just thought that was really interesting because it's nice. Yeah, it's nice to think about. It's nice to hear. It brings me back to um, Jess and I are part of a boxing club, and it brings me back to to that. I miss it so much. It brings me back to that because our coach a lot tells us it's you against you. You have to push yourself, block everything Mm -hmm. out. You can't come here and think about things on the outside. It's hard enough physically just to get through it. That if you're worried about things on the outside, you're never going to make it through. No. So I think that's the thing I miss most about boxing is I do miss the exercise, but I miss the like hour of time out of our day where that's all we were focused on. It didn't matter what I was talking about. Once we were there, that was it. We we would talk. We would talk to each other and congratulate Mm -hmm. each other and console each other and things like that. But once it was time to work, that was it. It's time to work. Yeah. Just do it. Just get through mm-hmm. it. It's, it helped me through so many things. So and you have to be you have to be really in into yourself, not into yourself, but like <laughs> conscious of your <laughs> conscious yeah. of yourself. Because um, when you're doing those drills, like just like anything else with any kind of sport or exercise, you're. Mm-hmm. You have to focus so much on what your body's doing and your breathing and all of these different things at once that it's hard to think about anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like just like here you are taking power. It's like it says here, you're taking power away from outside concerns, negative thoughts and using your mind to control your body's reactions and not the other way around. Like it's exactly what Mm -hmm. it was like when we were boxing, which we will get back to when we can. I miss it so much. So much. much. But it just, and I think that's why it resonated with me when I saw that pop up here. Basically, energy is lost when you are tense and you're stressed and you are off center, but centering redirects energy, negative or positive, into, um, into focus in a beneficial way. So how do you know if you're out of center? These are the things you can think about when you are going through those days. Mindfulness is the number one thing. Taking the time to be mindful of how you're feeling, how you're reacting. Are you reactive? Are you just snapping at people? Are you just dealing with what's coming at you instead of being... Are you dealing with things as they happen instead of thinking thoughtfully about what you're doing throughout the day? Are you multitasking Mm -hmm. 
Are you over multitasking? Are you checking your phone and your email constantly? Are you, is it hard for you to decide what is truly urgent, what is really important with what can actually be put off until a later time? Um, are you fatigued? Are you taking, do you find yourself drinking um, coffee or caffeine or uh you know, energy drinks just to get through the day? Are you consumed by negative self-talk? Are you easily distracted? Is it hard for you to focus? Are you um, anxious? Are you just overwhelmed? Do you just feel stuck and overwhelmed? And one good way to, to think about it is at the end of the day, are you, you're fatigued, you're depleted, you're done, you have to go to bed um, really early, or you stay up way too late, or, mm -hmm. um, you just find your mind racing, 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 racing. You just can't seem to calm your mind. That's a yes. good way to try to figure out, am I out of center? And I think... Sounds like every person was a job I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. In the Especially American workforce. In America, yeah. We, um, <sighs> as Americans, there's just like this, there's this mindset of... I worked 80 hours this week, you know, like, yeah, I, I just saw a meme about it. It's like, it's the glorification of overwork. Yeah. Like I don't need Being like, I don't need of it. Yeah. I don't need two weeks vacation. I'll stay 12 hours a day. I'll, you know, mm -hmm. I will go above and beyond and spend extra time, which mm -hmm. I mean, there's, well, I only got four hours of sleep. Well, I only got, you yeah. know, it's like, like, Oh, you worked like 60 hours. Just, yeah. You worked 60 hours. That's cute. I worked 85, you know, like, it's yeah. that's yeah, like that, like you said, glorification of overwork. That is an American mindset. That if you take time to take a vacation, people look down on it, and it's uh, yeah, it causes this out of centeredness to be kind of the default, which yes, it shouldn't be. And I think that's where this kind of new movement that's come into play in the last few years of mindfulness and thoughtfulness. And especially millennials um, seeking therapy and Gen Z being so open about their um, mental health. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good thing because we're all. We're tired of it. We're tired over of it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Gen Z. Like they don't put up with anybody's shit. They're just like, <laughs> why are we doing this? Let's burn it yeah. all down. Like let's start over. Why are we living this way? And mm -hmm. um, it's funny to see like boomers and gen z like go at it you know because they're so <laughs> both generations are they're just totally like opposite. they're opposite and they're both so vocal it's so yeah i love to see it I'm like go gen mm -hmm. z like i know us millennials are behind you <laughs> so um anyway <laughs> i think that's funny but it is very important to keep yourself centered because it manages your stress it manages your focus um you can use it every day. You can use it before an important meeting. Say you're making a big speech in front of, I don't know, a boardroom or a classroom or mm -hmm. your friends, a job interview, you're having a salary negotiation, you're playing the big game, you know, whatever sporting event you're doing. Um, you can even use it when you need to deliver bad news or when you are need to have a difficult conversation with someone, you're maybe you're proposing to your partner. Maybe hmm. you just need to go out into a social situation. Um, 
as someone who does deal with social anxiety, which I think people, people are always surprised when I say I have social anxiety um, because I can, I do come off, I think as just like, very outgoing I'm very outgoing people are surprised when I say I'm an introvert and that I have social anxiety because I am outgoing but the lead up to that mm-hmm. social interaction is where my anxiety lies and I think you've used that to cope with the social anxiety too yeah everything's like haha you know like make them laugh yeah. keep it going you know like well you mm-hmm. know that's I definitely use that as a defense mechanism which is something that my therapist has pointed out to me, which means that she thinks that I'm funny. So there you go. Yeah. Win-win situation. <laughs> win-win situation. Win-win. Yeah, we're gonna call it taking that. it as a win. Yeah, so. I'm one of those people who will, um, like, in social situations, uh, even so, like, I'll do these things. You know, I'll try mm-hmm. to center myself. I'll breathe. I'll do, mm-hmm. like, if I know I'm not now but like in 2019 when I would go out to do things or go to a party or go to a concert, I would know that it's going to, I would prepare for when I got home because I know I would get a headache. I know I would need comfy clothes. I know I would do nothing the next day. And that's exactly what happened this Christmas holiday. I hibernated for 48 hours. Yeah. The 28th and the 29th, I did absolutely nothing. I was in bed. I watched the entirety of Bridgerton. It was wonderful. Yeah, your social battery depletes. Wiped out. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, um, especially after this, are going to have social anxiety. And I think that's why it was 48 hours instead of 24 hours. (laughs) Because it's not like I went and saw like 50 people. Right. I interacted with like maybe three other humans. But. Right. A lot, yeah, and it can be. Yeah, <laughs> these types of things definitely help, and these are things that I use. The, some of these things, um, I'm giving you tips that my therapist has given me. Some of these things I found online. Some of these things I just kind of do because they work for me. So mm-hmm. you can use this as much as you need it. I use it uh, several times a week. Uh, well, I was I was using it several times a week, um, or just whenever. I feel my anxiety flare up or there are stressful situations. And these days, a stressful situation is going to the grocery store. So for reals, (laughs) do it when do it on the way to the grocery store. Um, Not all of us people who wipe down every item when I get home. Oh, yeah. I stopped doing that. But I get it. Very stressful. I get it. Okay, so here are some techniques to help you center yourself. First thing we're going to talk about is deep breathing. So deep breathing is a technique that um, my therapist told me about and I looked into it. She kind of told me how to do it, but I looked up how to do it too. So this is the technique Mm -hmm. that I use. I also use this to help me fall asleep at night when I cannot sleep. I can't Mm -hmm. like stop my mind. So lie on the floor or on your bed or somewhere comfortable. You place one hand on your stomach and you take a deep breath through your nose you use the air you breathe in to push against your hand that's on your stomach so you want to breathe with your belly this is to help you breathe with your belly and your diaphragm you don't you don't want your shoulders to go up when you're trying to take a deep breath that's not proper breathing you want to breathe with your diaphragm through your belly you want your belly to 
expand and contract. I really can't expand anymore. Well, a baby in there. <laughs> You're not going to be able to deep breathe for a while. No. Your shoulders and your chest shouldn't really move at all. Okay. Only your stomach. So you're going to exhale slowly and deliberately through your mouth. So you inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth. Do this for a little while. Focus on your breathing. Make sure that you are breathing deep and slow. Make sure that your stomach is the only thing that's moving. You're going to mindfully release the tension in your body slowly and deeply. So scan your body. Think about where am I holding tension? Am I, my shoulders tense? Release it as you're breathing. If you cannot focus on the parts of your body individually, this is what I do to help myself fall asleep. I start with my toes. Think about your toes as you're breathing. So I'll spend maybe 30 seconds just deep breathing in and out, in and out. Then I'll start focusing on my toes. Relax your toes, deep breathing a couple times. Then you work your way up to your ankles. Relax your ankles, relax your calves. Slowly work your way all the way up until you are at the top of your head. Then your whole body should be released. You should have no tension in your body. Then you just kind of stay there until either you fall asleep, like I do. This works for me every time. Fall asleep. Or until you feel like you're centered, then you can get up, go on with your day. So do what works for you. That's tip number one, deep breathing. Okay. If you don't have time for deep breathing and say you're going into work, you're going into the grocery store, you're going on a date, something, just breathe in to your nose for the count of five and then breathe out to the count of ten slowly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Into your nose, five, out, ten. In five out ten, that will help okay. you focus and um, control your breathing. Okay, this is the one I use for my anxiety. This is the, I learned this from my um, therapist as well. Okay. She calls it um, five, four, three, two, one. So if you are anxious, you're overthinking, your mind is racing. This is what you do. Name. You're going to pause and acknowledge all five of your senses. Mm-hmm. Name in your head or out loud five things that you can see. What are five things that you can see right now? I can see my cat. I can see the computer. I can see my water bottle. I can see the microphone. I can see the picture frame. Is that five? Yeah. Uh, okay. What are four things you can hear? You know, you, you can hear a car. You can hear the bus. You can hear, you know, the kid down the street bouncing a ball, whatever. What are three things you can feel? I can feel my water bottle. I can feel the mouse. I can feel my sweatpants on, under my hand. Mm-hmm. What are two things you can smell? I can smell this orange peel. I can smell microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and what's one thing you can taste? Taste what's in your mouth. What does it taste like? And what that does is it brings you back into your body. Yeah. brings you back to focus on your senses. When you are anxious, you are out of your body. You're thinking about things that happened. You're thinking about things that may happen, may never happen. Your mind is racing. You are out of your body. This forces you to not only not only not think about the thing you were anxious about, but to mindfully put yourself back in your body. Mm. This works for me a lot. I do this a lot. Yeah. Um, 
Another thing that I like is guided meditation. So I love guided meditation. Yeah. Guided meditation is great. Again, there are apps you can use, but um, there's also a lot of free things you can use. There's free apps as well, but YouTube is great for guided meditation. Podcasts are great for guided meditation. Yeah. um, I was doing these a lot in the beginning of lockdown to help me fall asleep Mm -hmm. and they work really well. For a lot of people, it is going to be a cost option. You were talking before about like free options versus mm-hmm. cost options. Mm-hmm. And there are um, apps. Um, I know there's several, mm-hmm. but the one that I use um, is the Calm app. Mm-hmm. And I did pay for it for about a year. And then when COVID happened, um, the company did an amazing thing where if you sign sign up and like fill out this form with all of your teacher information, you get it for free forever and ever, um, which was amazing. And so if you are a teacher, look into that because free, you do need a district email. Yeah. So that would probably work for any school staff then, right? Any school staff that has a district district email. email. Very cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have guided meditations where, um, people with different voices and accents will guide you through um, awesome. things and they'll have you breathe and have you put your hands and your feet and all these things. There are sleep stories where like my most favorite one is Killian Murphy. He's like mm-hmm. the Irish actor who does like oh, he's in Peaky Binders. Yeah. And uh-huh. Scarecrow. He does one about Ireland and I've listened to it so many times, but I've never heard the end. Yeah. Because I fall asleep, which is the point awesome. um and they have just kind of like the soundscapes mm-hmm. you know like the, like the white birds or the whatever yeah the white noise stuff and so if you can and are able definitely look into those however what we recently found out is um people have been uploading them to youtube mm. so you can just search on youtube like calm Killian Murphy. I know that one's on YouTube right now. Yeah, his voice. <gasps> I love his voice. Yeah, that's yeah, a good tip. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So our next tip is redirecting your energy. So this is kind of something you want to do when you are sitting still because it does take focus. Mm-hmm. So want to imagine all the energy in your body flowing to your center now you're you kind of want to figure out where your center is usually they want you to imagine it kind of where your diaphragm is or between like your rib cage and your belly button that's that's your center so you want to focus all of your energy flowing into your center you want to find some sort of um pick like an imagery that works for you and release mm-hmm. your energy. You want to fill up the not the object that you're thinking of with your energy and let it go. <clears throat> so if you picture your energy as a ball, um, imagine all of your energy flowing into that ball and then imagine yourself throwing that ball as far as you can. If okay. you imagine your energy flowing into a balloon, you fill up that balloon as big as you can and then you let it flow flow away away from you. You let go of everything that is causing you stress. You imagine your center is filled with nothing but calming energy, nothing but calm. 
You can also take this a step further. And as you're breathing, you think positively about what you want to focus on. You can say to yourself in your head or out loud, I will get this job. I give great presentations. I will be able to shop for my groceries. I will be able to um, make it through this social situation, whatever it may be. You can also repeat single words to yourself, things like success, confidence, um, you know, whatever it may be that you are seeking within yourself. Yeah. Another great thing is self-care. Things like facials, massages, Mm -hmm. maybe getting a drink with a friend when you're able to, social distance, coffee with somebody, you know, Zoom, whatever. Those are great things to kind of help you decompress and help you find yourself again. So this last thing that I want to talk about is, um, well, there's two more things. But this thing I want to talk about is something that I read about that I've never done, but I'm very interested to try. They called it becoming an observer. So this is what they have to say about it. Um, When there's chaos on the surface, sometimes you need to seek higher ground. When you are out of center, place your awareness six inches above the crown of your head. Become an observer and watch your thoughts, watch your feelings and your sensations from above. This is a powerful practice. It can provide space between you and whatever drama might be happening in your ego. Maintain this observer perspective as long as it's comfortable for you. I thought that was pretty cool. And it's like a... It does sound pretty cool. It's a nice way to kind of take a step back, basically, is what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Perfect perspective. Mm-hmm. So this last thing is actually a couple tips about finding your center in yourself. So to find your physical center of gravity, which is kind of key, crucial in centering, you want to yeah. visualize it being about two inches above or below your navel. Kind of depends on like you, where you okay you are and things like that yeah you will um find that you you can feel more centered just by focusing on that part of your body Mm -hmm. so just focusing on that will kind of help you in a small way when you are starting to feel stressed you turn your attention to that center wherever that feels for you remind yourself that you have balance and control And once you found it, you breathe in and out deeply, at least five times into the nose, out of the mouth, concentrate on your center and feel like you are being stabilized on the ground itself or wherever you happen to be sitting. Yeah. Um, One thing I did want to say here, lastly, at the end is this takes practice to center yourself confidently takes a lot of practice. Mm -hmm. You're sure you're going to, um, Try different tech, different techniques in different situations. If it's a s- less stressful but still stressful, you're going to use different techniques depending on where you are. If you're having an extremely stressful time, you may need to try something a little more uh, in depth or a little more uh, yeah, whatever the word I'm trying to think of is. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You want to just be mindful. Pay attention to your emotional state your mental state your physical state 
try mm-hmm. to check in with yourself date like multiple times during the day notice what takes place at different times of day what sets off what triggers your different anxieties and different things try to avoid those situations if you can a lot of times we can't because it's like our job or our family or yeah. our drive you know things like that you want to practice these different techniques and then and then really try to notice what takes place after these techniques what really helps you what really didn't help you what wasn't worth it for you you want to bring just bring awareness to your body awareness is what brings on transformation Mm -hmm. you don't want to turn this into something you have to do this is not a chore this is not something that you I saw something like the other day which could mean like between today and like two years ago the other day um that said like you shouldn't think of exercise as something you're forced to do but think of like think about it as celebrating what you're capable of yeah that's which I think nice. is a really nice way to think about it so it this definitely don't turn this into a chore like just come into it with an open mind with a beginner's mind with um some naivety and some innocence just come about it kind of like like a child would just yeah very open to everything you want to experiment you want to um figure out are you more present are are there new sensations did that make things better or worse you want to don't take and not take it too seriously you know mm-hmm. it's gonna feel a little silly at first like most yeah. new things do as like especially in the beginning like lean into it if you have to laugh then laugh if you if you're you know if you have to make fun of yourself then do it but really you don't have to be serious to take it seriously does that make sense like you can take it seriously without taking yourself too seriously just try to be relaxed and kind of go with what feels natural to you the more mm-hmm. often you practice, the easier it will become. Like that five, four, three, two, one thing, I can do yeah. pretty in, pretty quickly now. Mm-hmm. Um, the deep breathing thing, like I said, helps me fall asleep most nights. I can do that. Yeah. I know I can rely on that. You just need to know what works best for you and what works best for you in each situation. The more you do it, like I said, the easier it'll get. And it'll be easier for you to bring yourself to center more quickly and easily after some practice Mm -hmm. so that's grounding and centering um two different things that kind of go hand in hand I feel like you kind of do do one Mm -hmm. with the other I feel like grounding is a good starting off point yeah and then you can move on to centering I feel like you need to be grounded to be centered and like vice versa vice versa Mm -hmm. but yeah that's grounding and centering wonderful love it useless techniques yeah, and not just when you like uh, like if you can do them daily, awesome, but like if you can't, it would be really beneficial to do them before you um have some kind of ritual practice or mm-hmm. um anything in the world of the craft. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, and they don't have to be more. extensive. Um no. I was listening to uh race chasers <laughs> with willem and alaska they're um mm-hmm. from rupaul's drag race they're two drag queens and willem was talking about 
this little routine he does before he even gets out of bed, you know, like I'll, he was saying like, um, they'll wake up and they'll take a few deep breaths and they'll focus on what they want to get done for the day. You know, a lot of us, I think, grab our phones first thing in the morning and like for the first, we wake up and we grab our phones and we have them with us 24 hours a day. And like, I'm definitely, Mm -hmm. I'm definitely guilty of doing that. So, um, they were just talking about how they, they try to spend the first hour of their day without their phone. Like, no phone, no email, no nothing. You know, they mm-hmm. get some yoga in, some movement. And of course, that's a pretty privileged place to come from, which like even they said like they understand. Some of us don't have time. Some of us have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to catch the bus to go to work and they have to work 12 hours and come home and sleep yeah. and do the whole thing over again. But I feel like if you can take 30 seconds, a minute out of your day to kind of focus your energy mm-hmm. deep breaths through your nose and out of your mouth it it helps a lot more than I think most people think oh for sure absolutely yeah. I also heard I haven't tried it because I'm addicted to my phone but um <laughs> yeah, same. where and I do want to start because I do have the luxury of working from home right now so it's something that I can do but waking up, not touching your phone, and like the first light that your face <laughs> interacts with <laughs> is outdoors. So mm-hmm. like say I wake up, I don't touch my phone, I run to the restroom because, you know, baby, and then <laughs> let my dogs out and go out with the dogs, yeah. you know, and just mm-hmm. kind of like. Let the cool air surround me, take some deep breaths, let that light hit my face and my eyes first. Yeah. And then that sounds lovely. Then my phone, which there's nothing on it. No, there's nothing new on it. Doom scrolling. <laughs> it's all I wake doing. up before most of anybody who would text me. Yeah, true. Well, no, that's not true. I, I might have something for my mom and my sister because they're in a different time zone. Yeah. But I mean, it can wait even 15 minutes, a half an hour, you know, like. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, well, you try telling my mom that. Well, what? So I did this. <laughs> I did that for a little while and it. I couldn't make it an hour because like you said, I'm addicted to my phone, but I would make it maybe half an hour. What I would do is I would just like, you know, you tap your phone to see what what comes up, what mm-hmm. notifications you have. And if it was like a text from my mom or, you know my sister or something I would check it but if it wasn't then I would just leave my phone yeah most of the time mine's just something from CNN it's hard too especially now I think a lot of us I think there are a lot of people experiencing anxiety for the first time this year my husband um yeah Mm -hmm. where it's like very first time which it's um on one hand I'm like wow how did you make it this far without yeah. having to do uh-huh. this and on the other hand I'm like I'm so sorry like I'm so sorry yeah. you have to deal with this because it's- his started in I don't know May yeah I want to say and when he was first telling me like what was going on it took me a minute to realize what he was saying because like it's so common for me the things that he was saying and I was You're like, like yeah that's just life 
I was like, none of this sounds weird. And then I was like thinking about it because he was having trouble breathing. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're having an anxiety attack right now. <laughs> and then I like went through the motions, you know, of like yeah. calming him down. Yeah. Um, but it took me a minute because yeah. unfortunately some of us, it's on the daily. It's normal. It's like yeah. our, it's our normal. So yeah. I remember yeah, when I, I first realized what my anxiety was um it was like I mean it was like uh what I imagine it's like to like wear glasses for the first time like yeah I was like oh my god this is it like this is what I've mm-hmm. been I haven't had anxiety I've had anxiety on and off my whole life it's yeah. just gotten it got pretty bad maybe like six years six seven years ago five six years ago um yeah and I don't know why um but it did and just feeling it constantly was just yeah. a new experience and uh but luckily now that we're adult humans <laughs> we yes. know how to ground and we know how to center and we know what it feels like and we know what the words are now we go to therapy we, I can go do things and mm-hmm. not be shy or yeah, not just know whatever. having a name for it mm-hmm. is so powerful because yeah because if you ever meet me for the first time just randomly you would never know oh yeah never mm-hmm. yeah Same like i said you would never know that I was mad. people mm-hmm. are so um surprised yeah. but i think the thing is people think it looks differently than it does when yeah i remember uh maybe back in January I was working with a chef and I went with her to a farmer's market to like shop for this gig we were about to do. Mm -hmm. And I was telling her about my anxiety, about my social anxiety. And she was like, really? Like I had no idea. And I was like, I'm literally anxious like right now, like because we are going to this farmer's market and I know I have to meet new people and I know I have to talk to strangers and I know I have to interact with these people. Like right now I feel like I can feel it like bubbling up Mm -hmm. inside me. And she's just like, I had no idea. Like you would never know. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm, I'm good at hiding it. I'm good at masking it. (laughs) Oh, you should have seen me before my first IEP meeting. Oh, I bet I that's. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, so many people. I'm so. That's one thing. I am so glad. Even my son, he's twelve, and he's been in and out of counseling and therapy for years. You know, like it's mm-hmm. so commonplace. It's so great that it's so readily available. Mental health is such a big, a big. Uh, I don't know, a big focus now in schools, which is great. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, yeah, it's great. Love it. Well, I hopefully some of these things will help you, mm-hmm. listener, in your um, daily lives. If you do live with anxiety or depression or any other Even type of... just the world is overwhelming for you at the moment. Yes. Like, it, I don't understand how it could not be at this point. <laughs> you know? Um mm-hmm globally i think we're all just in it right now so yeah for sure we hope these help you and we hope you're doing well and you're staying safe mm-hmm. and uh los angeles is the uh covid epicenter of the world right now it's which is terrifying to think Scary. of <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but we're getting through it and we are being as safe as we can and that's the best we can do so yep yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's the best we can do stay home be safe wear your mask pretty please and um please uh yeah respect each other be nice Mm -hmm. to each other wear a mask stay home Yeah, we appreciate you, every single one of you listening. Um, all the wonderful messages that we get. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We've gotten a couple recently that have just like broken us. So <laughs> just so Literally. lovely. And uh, <laughs> yeah, love it so much. And we love hearing from you. So DM us on Instagram at sitforspellpod. Mm-hmm. You can email us at sitforspellpod pod at gmail.com is that what it is mm-hmm. um you can follow me on instagram at quit playing james with my heart and i'm at jess a bunch of hocus pocus so cute and we're both yeah. tagged at the top of our instagram page so. yeah yeah you want to follow us yeah I post a lot of memes on my stories and i go several days with nothing and then i'll post for like four days <laughs> that's fine too <laughs> um but thank you so much for listening and yes, thank you um, thank you guys have a happy new year unless you listen to this for the future let's pick a month um june august okay august oh, close. Close. Yeah, it was close i almost said august <laughs> i really did <laughs> uh June of 2021. June 17th. August of 2021. Oh, wait. August 22nd, 2021. We're watching. How's it going? How's it going? How is it? Is it okay? It should be okay right now. It better be. It better be. Fauci said. So. Yeah. Fauci's the man, I guess. He's the man. Um, but yeah, we'll see you later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed be. be.